Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. I don't care how many more points I score or what I can or cannot do on the floor. The real question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give the game everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. Oh, brother. Kelsey Nicole Nelson, <laughs> welcome. Thank you for joining me today for the Vegas edition of Ladies First Fridays. I'm brother from another. Uh, let's just get into it. The SBs were the other night. And, yeah, you know, it's so funny. You saw all these tweets coming in and, and news breaks. LeBron James, big news, you know, and I'm like, are you serious? And then, you know, it's like he's not <laughs> retiring, which I don't think anyone thought he was retiring, but I'm just like, we didn't, like we did it. We knew he was coming back, Nat. We knew he was coming back. You know, I'm all for the dramatic. I love it. He made us wait to officially have that announcement at the ESPYs. And I love what he said, you know, that day is not today. And Nat, I don't see it happening happening anytime soon. LeBron still has so much he wants to give to the game. He wants to get another ring. But I honestly, I love that moment even more than that. I know we had fun in that, but just seeing him on stage with his family, right? His son, this beautiful daughter, um, the introduction. Like, I just thought it was all such a beautiful tribute to obviously one of the best the game has seen. But shout out to LeBron for playing with some folks. Most of us, I'd say 99.9% of people knew <laughs> that LeBron James was coming back now. But probably one of the more fun nights of the SPs. You seem annoyed with him, Nat. I think you're, I think you're done with, with what he was dragging us through. <laughs> oh, I mean, I just, it's so unnecessary. He's just an attention seeker, and I don't know why near LeBron James. He's in L.A. He's in L.A., Nat. What did you think we were getting? <laughs> he was like this in Cleveland. He was like this, you know, in my, <laughs> he just likes attention, you know? I'm taking my talents to South Beach. I mean, what are we doing? Like, this is who he is. He is... <laughs> an attention seeker i won't finish the rest but you know it's like what he likes to do and you know it's it's i'm giving it attention i shouldn't be giving it attention because this is what he wants but you know it was like he when he first announced this right i mean even mike malone called him out right you know when he was on pat show yeah. and he's just like um oh yeah retiring you know because it's like he wasn't retiring he did that to distract from not. the loss we all knew it. And then what happened the next day, we all came on talking about, oh, we don't really think LeBron will retire. Instead of talking about the fact that the Denver At Nuggets all. swept them. So it just, I, I just, yeah. uh, and then now it's like news break, news break, news break. So whatever, I'm over this. We all knew he wasn't retiring. We know when he is retiring, it's going to be a theatrical production. There's going to be, it's going to be a movie. It's going to be a movie. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be the biggest that the game has seen yet why because he's obviously the biggest star that we have right now in the game that's getting closer to retirement and, and believe me the networks will know everybody will be prepped look we'll be prepped here off brother from another we're gonna be ready for when lebron is ready to hang it all up but again folks halted and if you're a lebron fan you still got much more of him but you know shout out to him like he said for still in the spotlight from the denver nuggets you know we 
from them winning their first championship to, oh my gosh, is LeBron coming back? Because people like to worry on social media that. You know this. But I love that he silenced everyone. And, and then basically he had fun with his hate. That's what it was all about. And this, this is why we love the ESPYs, because athletes, they get to do stuff like this to us. Um, but LeBron, we're excited to see you come back. And we'll see if they can rebound after the getting swept, which I... <laughs> Nobody obviously we'll wants see. to see, so excited for uh, just more LeBron. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, though. I thought the moment was great when Savannah came out to introduce him and Queen Zuri so was like, ah, you know, it was adorable. <laughs> it was adorable. But I mean, there was so much, so much happening at the SV. So like, um, this was the first year there were no writers. I should maybe not the first year, but there yeah. were no writers this year to write the opening yeah, monologue due to the strike. Right. The and on, then the it comes strike, out, right? <laughs> right, the ongoing strike, and then it gets announced that like the actors are going to strike as well. So this is a big deal. I mean, it's been a big deal, but this is a really big deal, um, Kelsey, because I, I think it's sometimes hard to appreciate because like none of the shows I watch have been affected yet. So and I mean, but I have a cousin right. who's an actor, and I reached out to him like, "Are you going to be okay?" Because I think mm. when people hear about these like strikes, you think of like, you know, the superstars, you know, the Brad Pitts right. and the Angel Jolies. And so you're like, oh, these people have money. Like, what are they striking for? But the, the, right. the fact of the matter is that most of the actors don't make that kind of money. And the writers all, are right. so, so critical, right, to this process. Right. And so you don't even think of all the ways, like I just think about it in terms of TV shows, but you have the BET Awards, that also yeah. didn't have writers. And now you have the right. SB. So it's going to be really interesting because, you know, it's it's not just like the shows we watch, but it's now transferring over into our sports shows, our award shows and, and other things. Yeah. And I think that's when it gets real for people, right? It's like when it, when it, when it impacts sports, which so many of us love, it's like, oh, snap, like, wait, we might not have a host, but now we have Pat and Pat McAfee coming out, you know, delivering some jokes, throwing blows at the Kardashians and, you know, making us laugh, going <laughs> going on. And credit to him. Types of things. Credit to him for being able to do that. Like, if you get paid $85 million, like, I do want you to be on my TV screen. <laughs> being able to come out. And it seemed like it was almost like a last minute thing. But I honestly thought for what he had, I thought he did a great job. You know, we're usually used to, and let's be honest, Matt, the, the ESPYs host can be hit or miss. It's a hard thing to, like, make people laugh, especially some of the top athletes in the world. The crowd can be dry sometimes. Like I had a little, I had a little spite with how dry the crowd was for her. Like I thought her was delivering this magnificent performance and it was like, like dead claps. Yeah. But all in all, you know, I just, I just, but I think, you know, I think all, I think what bothers me though was that most people I think didn't really care about the writer's strike until now that it hit the actors, right? And I think people forget though how important the writers are behind the actors. This has been going on since May, the writer's strike, right? Now we have the actor strike, which I think just went into um, effect midnight. So now today we're, you know, expecting the strikes and things like that to happen. I think most of us too, seeing Fran Dressner, who so many of us, like I'm a 90s kid, got to see her growing up watching The Nanny, which is one of my all time favorite shows and probably someone that, you know, we haven't seen as much, you know, I know she's still acting and stuff, but I think she delivered such a passionate speech. And again, I think people forget, you know, you hear, like you said, the superstars, right? The top actors, we know how much they make, but think about your everyday actors, you know, who this impacts. And they're fighting to get paid for their talents, their skills, their ones, you know? I mean, Shirley Ralph, I thought, said it best. They're, they're trying to protect their art, their art. And acting is an right. art. Broadcast is an art. And that's what they're wanting. And I think, you know, for them to be obviously paid like they want, I think this also emphasizes the importance of unions and why unions are still around. 
and why they matter because it's to protect folks. And so I think it's about to get real. So I don't know, maybe record your favorite TV show or whatever you're watching right now because you might have to just right. be watching that because again, I think it's going to hit so many people. But you know, I'm all for obviously action and people fighting for what they want. But again, it got real at the SBs. And, and I think even some people like it got real when some people were reading that teleprompter. <laughs> That's not the yeah, thing. no, um, I know. It's, 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 it's going to be it's interesting and fascinating to watch. It is. But, you know, I think the moment of the night at the ESPYs was Samar Hamlin. You know, I think uh, that was the moment. Maybe it wasn't. There were some other moments, but I mean. I think it was, it was very. It was so touching. Yeah, it was incredibly emotional. He was brought to tears. The first responders were brought to tears. Um, it was an incredible tribute. And, and um you know, I mean, I still just remember like that moment, the night it happened and, you know, and the yeah. next day people were like, we don't even know if you should go on and talk about sports the next day. Like, you know, it's just yeah. a weird thing. And then, then, you know, when the playoffs came and you see him, you know, in the stadium and then, and now here and his recovery and just everything, it really is, um, it's a beautiful testimony, um, but it was just so, it definitely brought me to tears. Oh, for sure. I mean, I said there couldn't have been a dry eye inside watching that. I mean, we're all still touched by Damar Hamlin. I love, too, the message of the staff, like, please know CPR. You never know when it might come into a, a impact or effect. You know, like, my first job was a camp counselor that, you know, I learned CPR. Thank gosh, I've never had to use it until this day. But you look at the situation that happened on the football field and that you spoke about, we can all remember that moment because sports stopped. It became bigger than sports. It transcended sports. And we were all just caring about the life of this young man who we did not want to go in front of us. So all in all, I just think it was so great to see him continue to pay tribute. You can still see, like, he knows he owes his life, like, to that moment to this team of people who went above and beyond. And I think, you know, all of us are, are like, you know, unofficial Bills fans, I think, because of everything that he's been through, what this organization has done for this young man. And just to see him continue his journey, looking at his camps and stuff that he's still doing, like that back on the field, moving and running around. I think, again, we're all just rooting for him. And I love that he wore his emotion on his sleeve. I know that can't be easy for men all the time, but like, you could just see it. I mean, he really had to pause, you know, close his eyes and he just let it out. And I just thought it was a beautiful, that and Drew Holiday and Lauren Holiday, I thought was so super touching, super special. Love the work that they do with their foundation. Love the message. You know, it's about giving back. For sure. What they're doing for black HBCUs. So this is why I love the ESPYs. I think it's truly one of the best nights in sports because it truly, you know, brings us all together. And I think it reminds folks that what sports is all about. It's so much more than just the game on the field or in the court that we all love. It, it's impacting people's lives. Yeah, I'm definitely rooting for him. I'm not rooting for the Bills. Like, I mean, my team is dangerous anyway. <laughs> You're <but just> done. <laughs> if I if I if I am rooting, if I am rooting for someone in the AFC, it's gonna be Joe Burrow. Okay. So <laughs> uh, look at you starting violent, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking but, of my Eagles, um, it's not really about the Eagles, but Nicole Lynn is out here making doing moves it. still. She is you know, doing we it. heard yes. We heard about her earlier this summer, right? Because Jalen Hurts had the big deal. And now, you know, just with the Jets, she just, you know, signed another, got another big contract under her. So, I mean, she is, she's making so many um, major moves and, and representing, you know, black women as a black agent, whether as a woman or a man, because there's just not that many black agents to begin with, but she's a black Mm -hmm. woman. And so, 
it's 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 incredible what she's doing so far and these contracts and i only look forward to seeing you know you know her continuing to win like this and of course you know her her players are winning but it's like i really want to take this time yeah. it's ladies first fridays so i really want to take this time yes. to celebrate her <laughs> i mean look at look at the size of these contracts Huge. you know this is Huge. amazing <laughs> this is She's amazing and i mean i still yeah I would say I still just think it's remarkable when you remember the story of how she even first got with Jalen Hurts. You know, like how she reached out yeah. and was just kind of like, "Hey, you know, like <laughs> through social." <laughs> it's just, it's remarkable, like her testimony and like her story, her journey. It's been incredible to watch, and then, like you said, I'm so glad we're giving her her flowers because she deserves it. You know, often when we hear these big contracts, of course, yes, we're extremely happy for the players. But I mean, guaranteed money was it 66 million? That that's not play money. Like <laughs> this is real. No. This is the future for this young man. And you talk about you know what she's doing as a black woman. You think about for the black community, the generational wealth that she's hopefully helping these athletes to build it's huge and as we talk about interior defensive linemen now queen and williams is up there with the top of the top you know i remember talking here in washington about deron Payne getting paid and then you look at him up there with the likes of aaron donald like this is for real folks and it just so happens too i think this is a perfect tie-in now for the jets getting hard knocked and us being able to see them you know on there but that's why for her like she's she's like a she's like a <laughs> she's like a real brinks track like she's always bringing the money like if i'm an nfl player i'm probably having in her games like hey right now <laughs> i I'm trying to get this. What do I need to do to be on your team? But I love seeing her continue to win. And you can just tell it's real with her. It's genuine with her. You talked about Jalen Hurts, you know, just talking about, you know, what it, what she means to him. And at one point, getting Jalen Hurts to be the highest paid, right, quarterback in the league until Lamar Jackson and Mama came along. And we're like, hold up. <laughs> Wait a minute. But still, like, it was it was so significant. And now she continues, I think, to just outprove herself time and time again. And I'm just glad she's getting the respect that she deserves when it comes to being a top sports agent and that these young men are entrusting her let's just be honest you know with their lives that's where this money ties into right this is their football careers they're betting on with her their financial security that they're betting on with her and I think it's very well deserved for Queen and Williams I know he had set out some of the voluntary workouts before you know this has been kind of almost a long yeah. time coming for him Bob. but that day has finally yes. come and now he's a happy man I'm very sure he changed the Twitter bio when you change the Twitter bio Nat it's real it's yes. very real when you, when you remember at first he had removed <laughs> Yes, because he had removed exactly. the jet, then you know, and and so, but I'm sure he's happy now. And shout out to him, yeah. like I don't want to disregard him. And it's generational yeah. money, you know, it's generational yep. money. And hopefully, this will bring them a little luck because the other day when we were on, you know, Michael Holly said like hard knocks is a, you know, it's a curse. Like <laughs> when you get featured there, then the teams usually don't go anywhere. So hopefully, this contract and this money. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll bring luck to the Jets and they'll well, and, and they'll break the, the curse. curse. With all they did to get yeah, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. they better, they better, they better. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, let's 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 stay with the NFL. Let's talk about a team that you cover, uh, the Washington Commanders, because yeah. there was some news. Yes. You know, I know Washington fans were super excited. Sale, yes, you know, the ownership. I know it's been a long time coming, <sighs> you know, you guys are looking to move on. And then I don't I think it's, I, you know, there was some news, but I don't think it's really going to stop the deal or anything, but just a little hiccup, yeah. you know, um, with the sale. So what, what was your reaction to that? 
Oh my gosh. Like it's just been continued messy business in Washington. That people in DC are tired. They're tired. They want to get a break from this team. They think they're getting closer and closer to the sale, which as you said, it looks like still it should go through. We've all been circling that July 20th date in our calendar. Next week it's going to be super huge and important in DC to see if this sale goes through. But it goes back to the emails, the 650,000. It takes us back to 2021, right? When the story first broke with John Gruden and leaked emails from the Wall Street Journal and New York Times. And now it almost seems like a smear campaign with everybody pointing fingers. We know there's a civil lawsuit now that Gruden had been filed, basically feeling like folks were out to get him. The emails also implicating, it seems like Dan Snyder and his tenure. Because if you remember, after these emails leaked, Dan Snyder decided to step away, you know, went back to Washington. You think about the investigation. He had to step away from day-to-day right. activity. That's when his wife, Tanya Snyder, yep. you know, got basically promoted to the co-CEO position. But all in all, it's just messy. Remember, the emails had misogynistic, homophobic, like very yes. nasty things in them. But basically, it seems like it's come back up because Gruden feels like, you know, and then it went back to former Washington team president, Bruce. Like, it just, it's been so <laughs> messy, Nat. So basically, all in all to say, this is why Washington fans hopefully are waiting to get new leadership. That's why they're ready to rid of Dan Snyder in any way that they can. And it's just unfortunate because it seemed like finally this team might like take it a little break. Then this comes back up. Um, but I think the interesting though, I think people have to really understand, follow what happens with Gruden and then the civil lawsuit, because if it goes his way, yeah. we might actually get a chance to have the emails exposed, which is what many have been calling for in Washington for a right. long time. Because now you have a lot of fans here that feel like they didn't really get anything from the investigation. Didn't fully know what came from it, you know, than just a brief summary. They wanted to see the full finding. And now the emails. I think folks really want to see. That's a lot of emails to go through, but people want to see what was really in there. It is. And then also I think people saying Roger Godell, hmm, did he have anything, you know, as well to take part in this? So it's actually going We're up to the highest ranks and levels. Yeah, we probably won't, folks. So even if they're like, we, we won't find out about that. <laughs> but, you know, I do want to say. so much. Yeah, there, this is me putting on my former lawyer hat, but like, this is honestly not that. Um, it, it's pretty normal, actually, with sales of like ownership and when they're changing hands, when there's outstanding litigation, sometimes that can tie up a okay. transaction because it, it's the liabilities and what you're willing to acquire and take on and what you're not. So like, right. if the existing, you know, entity has legal troubles, the other one is like, yeah, no, I'm not trying to take on your drama. And so you you have to kind of negotiate around that. So I'm sure they will work right. through it. It's pretty common. So stay tuned. But Washington fans, don't fret. This sale That's is going to go through. That. And... <laughs> I'm going to speak it into existence. I'm going to speak it into existence. Okay. So let's, let's come back full circle because we started with the ESPYs and I want to bring it back to the ESPYs because I, I was giving LeBron a hard time in the beginning, but something he uh -oh. did do that I really appreciated what? Yeah. Yes, I can show love. Yes, I know what's coming. I, show I know what's coming. I, can... I was so happy for this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I really appreciated him. One, shouting out Asia Wilson, who I had the pleasure to yes. speak to the other day for winning the SB <laughs> for best WNBA player, but also imploring, encouraging people to watch the WNBA. And of yes, course, you know, I'm it. here in Vegas because it is WNBA All-Star and we are going to talk about it because there is so much to talk about. So shout out to LeBron for doing that. Um, even though I don't think it's intentional, his boy D-Wade, who we're going to talk about a little bit later, may have thrown a little shot because he's like, I want to do more than just, you know, be like encourage people. So 
LeBron, you got to step your game up. Now you got to become an owner because, you know, <laughs> the clock D-Way is ticking. The clock is gotta... ticking, LeBron. <laughs> clock is ticking, but I really love that he did that. That was huge. You know, I'm very big into using your platform for a purpose, and that's exactly what LeBron James did. And, and you know, and then him saying it, we know how much, how the waves ripple for young kids, right? He's like so many people's favorite player and shouting her out specifically, naming her by name, right? Not to say watch the WNBA, but like talking about one of the greatest players right now in the game. I thought that meant so much. You could tell it was genuine. Like he had the smile on his face when he said it. Like I just thought it was yeah. such a special moment. You know, he shouted out Aaliyah Boston earlier in the season. Like, I mean, this he is did. a man who truly understands the love of the game, wants to help be there and grow the game. And I think that's what's truly needed. So LeBron, and all, all in all, we're giving you all the flowers because you did all the right things on stage. That may be making us wait. I'm giving him the people with some flowers, not stage, all but... the flowers. <laughs> yes. But this some was of such the flowers a great, Asia. powerful moment. <laughs> It was. And Asia certainly appreciated it as she tweeted at him. So listen, it is Ladies First Fridays. It's time to talk about the woman. We're in Vegas. The rest of the show we're dedicating to the W. So let's get to it. We have company waiting. So Kelsey, we will be right back. You guys stick with us. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. I am here with Omar Goff, the president of Myel, and I'm sure everyone heard about the new partnership with the WNBA. Can you tell me a little bit about this, Omar? Like, how did this come together? You know, I really, when I joined the brand team, I really wanted to figure out what are some new and unique ways that we can start to speak about the superiority of our products. And I wanted to find authentic storytelling opportunities. And I felt like female sports has been a very underrepresented um, area for beauty, quite honestly. And the prototype of what beauty represents has, you know, been very singular in nature from a storytelling standpoint. So when I thought about the power of Mayel, how wonderful our products are, we really want to make sure that these athletes have the confidence to bring their beauty on the court as well as off the court. And what better way to do that than to partner with the WNBA and become the first Texture Care Care brand partner for the WNBA. All right. So, welcome, Sabrina Whitaker, to Ladies First Friday, the welcome. Vegas edition. 
<laughs> Sabria and I are both in Vegas. Kelsey's the only one who missed the memo. And I missed Sabria, the invite. I'm sure you are. <laughs> Sabria, I'm sure you're just as, as excited as I am and the players were to hear about this collaboration with Mayel. I'm not going to rub it in, guys, because I got one of them bags, too. And woo, those samples are not samples. They are full-size, you know, stuff. So I'm super excited about that. But Sabria, I just think this is an amazing partnership for the league to enter into, um, you know, uh, like because it's a black league for one, as we know, um, and it, it's a product line for, for black hair care. And can you talk about the players seem to love it when we saw the reaction video? What do you think this kind of partnership represents in terms for the league and, and why it's so important? I think it represents the fact that people are listening, they're paying attention, and they're buying in. Um, I know I have, and a lot of other people have been, you know, WNBA Twitter, have been on WNBA Twitter asking for these brands to stop missing the mark. Like, these women are playing their game. They're fabulous. Their hair is fabulous. The makeup, the skin, all of it. So it's about time we got some more beauty collaborations in this league, and I really hope that they do it right. Yeah, I think that's so beautiful. What Kelsey, Sabrina what said. were your yeah, thoughts? Really, yeah, I was just going to say, like, for me, and I don't know how it is for you all, but to hear official textured hair care partner, that matters. It's like, mm -hmm. finally, like you said, and I think about the Crown Act that we just celebrated Crown Day. Um, it's like, finally, we have something to celebrate us. You know, I've seen other hair brands, you know, partnering with other leagues and, you know, other types of people, but it's like, finally, yes. And to see one of the fastest growing black beauty brands partner with the league that's celebrating so many wins, right? doubling viewership, you know, ESPN countdown going up. I mean, just so many wins right now for the WNBA. If you look at the midseason, I just thought it was a great thing. I love the interview that you did, Ned. I thought everything he said was exactly on point. And I think now just these little girls that can grow up and see now their favorite, their favorite sport, you know, basketball potentially with their favorite hair care product going hand in hand. I think that's going to be so important moving forward. And I truly hope this does inspire more black brands to Bria said, join the WNBA. You know, remember what they did with Angel Reese, too. And the girl always has her baby hairs laid. And I love it. I think this brand is really seeing the power and beauty of women's sports and women's basketball. And I think this is only going to help to propel their sponsorship moving forward. Yeah, when I talked to Omar about it, well, first of all, I just want to make sure people know that this is a, it is a Black-owned brand, but it also the CEO is Monique Rodriguez, and she is a, a, a Black woman. So it is a Black-founded, um, and it is a woman, because some people may have been startled like that it was a man, and that's okay. It's still a product focus for women, <laughs> but I did want people to know who the CEO was. Um, <clears throat> and I just think yeah. that... You know, in terms of the fact, because our hair matters so much, right? Like we wear the braids, we wear different things, Sabria, as you touched on. And I think yeah. it's really important for people. I don't know that, like, I don't know if anyone can really understand the the significance of what Black hair means for Black women. Yeah. So this, to me, was a tremendous move. And I think it gives us the ability to start to educate, you know, about that, you know, and, and why it matters for Black women who play sports. Yeah, um, completely. So listen, completely like, this is just, we're excited about this, right? We're excited about this partnership, and we're excited about All-Star Weekend. I know that everyone is. But leading into this, leading up to this, there was, like, some ticket controversy, if you want to call it that. And it's like, why, why do we have to be dealing with this right before All-Stars? So, you know, Kelsey Plum tweeted out, she's in the skills challenge and she's struggling to get 
some tickets. Hopefully that's been resolved, but she's struggling to get some tickets, you know, for her friends and family. And so she tagged, you know, she at the commissioner, as we would say on, on Twitter and said, Hey, what's up with that? You know, um, Sabria, what, what, what are your thoughts on what Kelsey did? And just in general, that the players, not just, you know, the people who are participating in the challenge, but teammates uh, of the players, just, the, you know, the WNBA players, they're struggling to get tickets to the all-star festivities. I think that it's really just a symptom of the short season and just how much time they don't have compared to like the NBA and planning and figuring out who's going to be there, right? So if you don't know that you're not selected, then obviously you're not trying to purchase tickets necessarily when they go on sale. So I I think right. it's growing pains. I hope that this is an opportunity for them to build a partnership or get a corporate sponsor to help, you know, pay for these tickets yeah. for friends and family and players. Um, but I'm glad that they're speaking up about it. And so hopefully the conversations behind closed doors are taking place and they're getting fixed. I mean, there's people on Twitter like offering Kelsey their tickets and I'm like, this should not be, this should not <laughs> And she's like, I may need those. Like, that's sort of crazy to me. Like, I'm reading that. Like, that's kind of wild to watch and read. So I hope she did get those extra tickets, you know. Um, Has there been any update on that? Not one that she's let us know, right, Sabria? Right. Not one that we know, correct. Okay. I think I'm going to ask her about that tonight. Please Tonight on the orange carpet. I'm going to ask her about it. (laughs) <laughs> the, the pressure is on, but I think it's something that should be talked about. You know, and shout out to Kelsey Plum, who I think has continued to be just more vocal, and I think that's needed. I think, you know, this is something that we do praise the WNBA players on. And the sad thing, though, is that they kind of have had to be more vocal, right, because of the challenges um, that they've been facing. But all in all, to say, like, this should be something that, you know, hope, hopefully can get quickly resolved, if not for this year's game, hopefully for next year's game, you know, and just planning for it. I love the positive tone. You know, it doesn't, we don't just want to get on the WNBA, but to your point, that I thought it was beautiful to see a fan be like, hey, I might can't go to the game. Do you need these two tickets? Like, I think that speaks to the beauty, you know, of the WNBA community, because also those aren't some cheap cheats, some cheap seats that were offered up like here's some of the best I think you deserve it and like you said it was just great to see the Aces teammates like you know come to each other's defense again just the beauty of the WNBA but hopefully we can get to a point where just one day this league again doesn't have these little small problems because we want to focus on the all-star game that so many are excited about the skills competition that so many are excited about we shouldn't be talking about this, this trivial stuff that hopefully should have already been handled especially you know when you're going to Vegas it's going to be a hot ticket item who doesn't want to go to Vegas for anything let's be honest but especially the WNBA having great success in Vegas I think you know it just they just need to plan for the future and plan forward and so hopefully this is something that can you know again just be easily solved because they understand why the players you know want that support not just from their teammates friends and family but because again we're growing the game it's part of growing the game and making sure our players are supported and I'm so glad you said grow the game because gonna, part of growing the game, right, I, is making yeah. sure that the tickets are paid for, right? Available. Like, yeah. again, growing the game, the game has grown really fast. It's a great thing that it's sold out. It's very unfortunate, right, that yeah. people who want to come and that are in the league, you know, are having these issues, but it's a good sign that the tickets are being sold. And if we're going to yeah. grow the game, the tickets do have to be purchased. So I think there is a way to figure out, you know, where's the line between comping tickets and making sure they're paid for. And I think the corporate sponsorship might help that. 
So I think as far as financially and attendance wise, these are wins. Unfortunately, some players might have to take some L's, but I hope they get it <laughs> figured out. Yes, and that was Sabria, the founder of Grow the Game, so she knows what she's talking about. Um, (laughs) I was at the Aces game on Tuesday night, and, like, the arena was also sold out then. The energy in the building um, was incredible. They were playing the Mercury, and obviously, you know, it's the aces they've been dominating all season so they dominated but like it was a huge game because Brittany Griner was there of course and the aces are a super team and of course Diana Taurasi so you know but it it was it was just amazing like they have an amazing arena the it was electric in the building and so to me I love seeing that I love seeing that and I hope that that's it seems like this is the direction the league is trending in right Sabria yes Yes, it's going to take some time. Again, growing pains, but it's growing and that's all that matters. Okay, so today is the three-point challenge and the skills, I mean, three-point contest and the skills challenge. Now, the skills challenge we've known for a while, but the three-point contest, I want to start there, Sabria, because they just announced yesterday who was going to be in the three-point contest. So I have two questions. My first is, <laughs> does it typically take this long for the announcement to come? Like that we're finding out only a couple of days before? Yes, it, it does. And I'm not, like, I don't have an official answer from League PR on why this happened. But just from common sense speculation and my understanding, I believe that they wait for the selections of who's going to be on the all-star team and then they try and pull from that pool of who participates in the skills challenge and the three-point contest just because it's a really short break and not all the other players want to participate, but financially it's helpful for them because they'll already be here. So yes, we typically don't find out three-point contest participants until the weekend of Okay. And then, so my other question is, were you surprised at all by the slate of players? Because I was a little surprised. Um, but I, I want to know what you what what you have to say about that. I also was thinking that, you know, with the addition of Ryan to the team, that she would have been on there because she's a pretty good three-point shooter. You know, she's um, shooting 39% on the year and she's made a number of them I think close to 50 or around there so I just thought with her being added to the team I was looking forward to maybe seeing her but she's not one of the contestants so what do you think about the participants yeah Ryan's definitely a shooter I think maybe her being a late ad I just wanted I just gonna give them a benefit of the doubt and say maybe her being a late ad um, with EDD being out maybe affected that um but I was very shocked to see that Sammy Whitcomb isn't there and then Lexi Brown isn't there I believe Sammy is like leading the league in in three-point shooting and Lexi Brown is known as a shooter and LA is right there so I'm I'm very shocked by the contestants um who aren't there but I'm not shocked by who is there okay okay well Kelsey who's your pick to win the three-point contest who do you think is going to get it yeah you know that's what I was going to get on with Sabrina real quick because I know Allie Quigley is somebody that obviously for so long like we would be watching for the three-point contest 
But I think to your point, you know, we look at the slate though, and we're going to have a new champion, right? Which I think is pretty exciting um, for the league. And I think, you know, like you said, you look at it, maybe it's not all the names that you wanted, but all in all, I'm excited for it. I, I, this is a hard one, but I, I think I'm going to go with Kelsey Mitchell. I think she's an underdog. I know Jackie Young has so much hype around her and obviously well-deserved hype um, because how she's been playing. I'm not going with her either just because her name's Kelsey. I mean, she has a great name, but I actually think there's something there with her. I think she has a quick release with her shot and I think she can get a lot of shots off. So I'm looking, I'm excited for her, but Sabrina, what are your thoughts on who might be the champion? I know we're putting you on spot and y'all are both in Vegas. So I hope there's no, no bad blood once you say who you think your winner is going to be, but <laughs> who are you expecting to come out as the champion? Yeah, so we call it in Chicago, we call it um, the Ali Quigley Invitational. Um, and so, okay. <laughs> She's owned it. So, okay. So, Sammy Whitcomb is there. It's actually Carly Samuelson, um, who's also in LA, who is missing. So, just correcting um, that last point, who's leading the league in three point uh, percentage. But I'm going and they to. And they tweeted about it. My... They tweeted about it. They did. Yes. They did you did. see that? The sparks they tweeted so because... because. Oh, the, the team account. Sorry, Sabria. Go ahead. They did. They felt yeah. the way. Yeah. Oh. I thought that was hilarious. I mean, hey, it, it's really, I, it's really disrespectful. Yes. Yes. But I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Go ahead, Sabria. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, thank you for, for the receipts here as well and for pulling that up. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to give it to Jackie. I think Jackie is a silent assassin. She's at home, home crowd. So Talented. I'm going to give it to Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she does. You can't go wrong with Jackie. Game. I think it's Jackie, too. You can't go too. wrong with Jackie. I want an underdog, but no, I love there's Jackie. there's no bad pick, Carol. Been playing. <laughs> it's well, well. And I, I'm just, honestly, I'm excited by how many people are excited for this three. I don't mean, in recent years, I can't remember how many folks I've seen this excited about it. And I think, again, it just goes back into the hype that we were talking about that's surrounding the WNBA this season and going back, again, to just growing the game, getting more folks excited about the entire All-Star weekend. So hopefully hopefully we get to those ratings later. And again, they're all up because everyone's just excited about the talent that we'll be witnessing. Any thoughts on the skills challenge, Sabria? You know, I like that it is the, the way that they have their teammates. And I think it's going to be spicy. I think it's going to be really <laughs> spicy. Um, so I'm excited to see it. I know that there was some controversy last year about uh, Sabrina Ionescu and her maybe getting a head start. So I'm interested to see yeah. if she saw the tweets, takes the feedback, and, and comes back with a vengeance to try and get the 2 beat. Yeah, I, I'm at the convention center, guys. So hopefully you're not hearing too much noise in the background. But um, yeah, I spoke <laughs> with Sabrina just before I came up here and I asked her how come she decided to participate in both. Um, and she wanted to obviously defend, you know, her her title and um, in the Bills Challenge. And then she, she wants to try the three-point contest. So we will see, but she's looking to try to repeat. So we will see, uh, you know, what happens. Yeah. But okay, the game, the big game. The big game is on Saturday. And um, who you got? Who you got? Because I feel like Team Asia, I'm sorry, they go by the last names, but I just like her first name. Team, team Wilson. So <laughs> stacked to me. <laughs> I just, well, I love her name, and, but it's so stacked to me. It's so <laughs> stacked to me, sort of like the Aces. So I, I'm going with Team Wilson, but um, who do you guys got? Team Stewart or Team Wilson? I'm Team Wilson. I'm Team Wilson. 
Oh, thank you. Um, I'm, I'm going to give it to Team Wilson, but but I will say that just from the recent conversations around everything with Jewel and Sabrina being both on Team Stewart, I think that's going to be something interesting to watch. And if they heat up from three, then, I mean, I know Brianna Stewart called her team her A1 day ones, and so she might have been on to something there, but I'm still going to give it to, to Asia and Team Wilson. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, <laughs> it's funny, too, because I think the dynamic is interesting with Arike and Satu on, like, the opposing teams. So um, that should be fun uh, as well to see if they're going to, I don't know, have, like, a little moment or anything. Who do you got, Kelsey? <laughs> I will say first, for folks in D.C., still heartbroken over Elena Deladon getting hurt right before the All-Star game. You know, if you saw her tweet before, we thought she might be on a little bit in the all-star game but then you know she had just come back from injury finally playing the game and then to get injured again so i'll tell you folks in dc kind of feel away um about all that happening but all of them, i think you guys said it. I mean, team wilson it's loaded it's stack look at the season she's having can't take away though for team stewart and the wonderful season you know that she's having we talked about you know sabrina nescu and all that she's been doing um you know neca i mean it's 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 loaded i think we're gonna get a good game all in all which is exciting but i mean asia knew what she was doing she knew what she it was exactly what she was doing when she picked this roster picked this team and it just seems it just it's just gonna be hard to beat but it's gonna be a fun game and honestly i i I love all that they did i love what they did for the skills challenge and switching that up and i think this all-star game too i think we're just gonna be WNBA fans alike and i think even just non-wmba fans who are new to the game maybe watching the game i think there's gonna be such a new excitement around the game which is only gonna propel us forward but uh yeah and i think asia i mean she's just it's her it's it's her time it's really her time and i feel like she's just gonna keep on the brain well deserved brain Of course. I think it's, I'm curious to see who's going to win finals MVP. So that's not finals. I'm sorry. All-star MVP. So that's going to be interesting to watch for. I think it's also going to be a great moment. Yeah. It's going to be a great moment for, um, I think Brittany Griner also, you know, and I got to chat with her right before this. I'm so excited to share that with you guys. Um, but she's really excited to, to be here and love the fact that, um, uh, Stewie picked her second and the first pick for her team. So um, really looking forward to that. Sabria, I just want you to tell me quickly, quick thoughts on Dwayne Wade officially becoming an owner for the Sky. Yeah. <laughs> run, the, run the clip back. Run the clip back. I told ah. y'all. I told y'all if Miami wasn't going to take them, we will. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love this for us. Chicago always wins even when we don't. <laughs> Do you think it will change anything for um, Kalia Copper in terms of her staying with the team or going? That's an excellent question. I definitely think that relationship needs to be rebuilt um, following Coach Way's departure. So I do think that having someone, a face like um, like Dwayne Wade behind you as an owner and just all the relationships that he has could definitely be part of a great pitch to get her to stay. So I definitely think it changes the conversation. I don't think it necessarily finalizes it or ends it, but I definitely think it changes the conversation and I'm looking forward to seeing what this looks like. Thank you so much, Sabria Whitaker of Grow the Game. Listen, I can't wait to see you yes, later, girl. You. I can't wait to 
for my little oh, hat <laughs> that they handed out. Yes, yes. And I will be on the orange carpet later. I'm so looking forward to that and all the fits and talking to the players. So it's going to be an exciting time. It's exciting in Vegas. It is all-star. It is Ladies First Fridays, the Vegas edition. Thank you so much, Sabria, again, for joining the show. Thank you, Sabria. Uh, we will be back. Thanks for having me. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Kalia Copper, Candace Parker, and Elena Deladon are featured in Fast Twitch's Game Changer Collection. If you're not familiar with Fast Twitch, it's um, Gatorade's energy drink. And I had the pleasure of sitting down with Kalia Copper last week to talk about this partnership, along with her being a three-time All-Star, and to talk about some other things that she has going on on and off the court. This Fast Twitch collaboration is reminiscent of the WA's original moniker, We Got Next. And this is a continuation of that. Stay tuned. Welcome to Brother From Another, Kalia Copper, uh, three-time All-Star, NBA champion, finals MVP. I'm so excited to be talking to you today. Um, averaging 16.4 points, five rebounds on the season. Um, I'm so excited to be here with you. Um, All-Star is around the corner. You were selected a three-time All-Star uh, this year. I wanted to just get your thoughts on, does it feel just normal for you now that when it's like you're becoming a third-time All-Star or is it still excitement in any way um, going to the All-Star game? It's still excitement. Um, I think uh, it's it's hard uh, to, to do. Um, but I think like from the first time I wanted to do it again. So I wasn't a one hit wonder. And then I wanted to run it back because I wanted to get it three times in a row. So, uh, it's something I'll never stop chasing. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm super happy now. I'm always living in the moment and going to be excited about every single small accomplishment. Yeah, and it's in Vegas this year. Um, there was like a big push to sort of have it overlapping a little bit with NBA Summer League. Are you excited for it to be in Vegas or 
does not make a difference to you? Everyone seems to be really excited about going to Vegas. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. I think Vegas is nice. Um, the city is super nice. The weather is, you know, the weather is going to be good. So, uh, yeah, I have no complaints. Okay. So you've had a lot going on, um, partnerships, just you've been out a lot pitching for the Cubs. Um, and I'm excited because to learn about your new uh, partnership relationship with Fast Twitch. I know it's a new energy drink from Gatorade and you're going to be featured in its Game Changer um, collection along with Candace Parker and Elena Deladon. Can you tell me a little bit more about that partnership? Uh, it's something that I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of. Uh, happy to be called a, a game changer. Happy to share my story. Um, I'm able to inspire others, but um, I think that, you know, watching Candace and Elena growing up from, from seeing that to being a part of a campaign with them is super humbling. Um, and I think there, there will also be a, a little girl, maybe from Philly, who, who loves me and loves my game and admire my process and see how um, it went for me and feel inspired and maybe we'll have the same thing. And then years to come, we'll be talking about how she's a part of something with Gatorade and how she uh, related to my story and um, just felt inspired and can have that full circle moment. What's your favorite flavor? Damn, I'm actually drinking. I'm actually drinking strawberry lemonade right now, but tropical mango is my favorite. Your favorite. Okay. Um, I'm a I'm a big fan of anything lemonade and mango. So those sound like two good choices. You mentioned North Philly and maybe aspiring, you know, someone from well, you said Philly, but I we know you rep North Philly. Um it, it, I I saw like recently, you know, like there was some um video of you and Dawn Staley before a game. Um, she's such a great ambassador just for like women's basketball overall. Um, do you feel like with her being from Philly and you being from Philly, like some, I don't know, sense of like importance to kind of represent, because I went to school in Philly, I went to Temple, so I'm very familiar with North Philly, but does it mean something for you like that people coming out of that area, maybe looking up to you, looking up to Dawn, two huge names coming out of, you know, that area? Yeah, it means a lot because um, when someone is from where you're from and, and, and look just like you um, and has made uh, strides and has chased their dreams and have, have accomplished some of the things that they've wanted to accomplish despite where they're from, uh, that's like, that gives you automatic hope. Um, so I think me growing up and it was like seeing Dawn and... Um, seeing what she did, you know, at, at every level, you know, whether it was a player um, or as a coach, uh, I think she's done it. And whatever she put her mind to, uh, she did it. So it, it wasn't about um, where she from or the adversity she had to face. Um, it was just about whatever you want to do, lock in on that and you can accomplish anything. So I think she was definitely a, a big inspiration. So for me, um, I want to be the same. Um, I want to dare to be someone who is, is looking up to me from where I'm from also and um, just feel inspired. Yeah, I mean, you're part of the Game Changer collection. What way do you feel? I mean, there's a lot of ways, but for you personally, what do you feel 
you bring to the game and, and why you're viewed as a game changer? I think my story, uh, you know, uh, I'm a franchise player in Chicago now, uh, but I wasn't like a, a, a pick who came here and became a, a franchise player. I was traded here in right. 2016, 17, whatever it was. I'm a mystic. Sat down for a couple years. I, I clapped for my teammates. Then I started to play a couple minutes here and there. Um, and then, you know, I, I just stay ready, uh, continue to work out and continue to stay ready so that when that preparation met an opportunity for me, I would be ready. So, you know, in 2020, when I got that uh, opportunity to to be a starter, for me, it was just about like, you know, people, sometimes you, you ask for the opportunity, like I deserve it. I want it and when you get it. It's like, what do you do with it? But for me, it was about getting it um, and really taking advantage and, and, and not looking back. So, for me, being able to take off from 2020 and then continue to build on that every single year was important. And, and I think it is it's good for my story um, because sometimes it's just not handed to you. Sometimes you got to work a little harder. Sometimes you got to stay patient uh, and and things fall into place. Yeah, I mean, we definitely saw that growth and it fall into place for you the year that this guy won the championship. You were the finals MVP. There's that iconic photo of you standing over Sophie Cunningham. Uh, did you ever think, like, I mean, after you saw it going around, but that it would just like blow up the way that it did? I mean, like so many times when there's a story on you or something, that photo just seems to always be somewhere. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it would go as crazy as it did. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I think it was a, a moment for women's basketball, you know? You being allowed to be yourself, be your, be passionate, um, be competitive, and you know have that have that killer killer mindset to you on the court. Um, I think that I don't know. I just kind of got this alter ego on the court where I'm just this dog, like I'm just this competitor. So sometimes seeing the photo is like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's just like it's, it's a it's a sick picture, but it's like it's fire. But um, it's just me on the court. Okay. So you you talked about, you know, leading the team. And, you know, you also have some new teammates, Courtney Williams being one of them. I see you championing her a lot, you know, on your timeline. But you the, the sky have just gone through so many changes. And so right now, how do you feel about, you know, sort of being the face, the leader, working with your new teammates? what are what are your individual and I guess collective goals for the team this year I know right now the record is eight and nine um is it just to make the playoffs is there more like what do you see and and what's your goal I think once you get a you get a taste of of winning you know at the highest level winning a championship that's what you want to chase so that's what I'm chasing uh despite you know whatever whatever the team looks like whatever the adversity we hit like that's the ultimate goal. But um, if we're, if we're taking baby steps, you know, I want this team to make the playoffs. Um, and then, you know, we go from there. Um, but ultimately I, I want to win. I want to win a championship. If I could win it every single year, that's what I want to do. Uh, so yeah, it's, and, and you don't get the individual things without the, the team thing. So uh, you definitely got, you got to win. Um, nobody cares if you're not winning. So 
uh, I want to win and then all the, the, the personal goals and everything will follow. For sure. Well, I'm going to be really excited to look out for you at All-Star. Maybe any personal goals, trying to get that All-Star MVP this year, maybe? Yeah, actually, that's on the list. Yeah, that's, yeah, why not, right? Let's go get that. Yeah, claim it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. We really appreciate you coming on, brother from another. I'm a big fan of your game, big fan of your growth, and I just can't wait to watch you grow more and kill it like you always do thank you thanks i appreciate it the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.